With October approaching, it's only right that we have my main man, Barry Corbett, <laughs> the former lead investigator of Boston Paranormal Investigations. Thanks for being there, Barry. My pleasure. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. I wanted to talk to you about your first experience with paranormal activity. Oh, great. Okay. Well, um, I think I was telling Steve last time we spoke, uh, I was always interested in ghost stories. Like a lot of people, you love ghost movies, things like that. But uh, something happened in an apartment I was living in in Wakefield about like 30 years ago. Uh, I was reading in bed one night and I felt something sit on the edge of the bed. Freaked me out a little bit. Uh, after a while, I felt the mattress move a couple of times. Felt like it was like a small animal, like the size of a cat, maybe. Uh, this is when you were a kid, a teenager? No, I was in my 20s, maybe. Yeah. Maybe 30, I don't know. Um, living with a roommate in Wakefield. And uh, this happened like four or five nights in a row. Something would just get on the bed and then move a little bit and then get off again. So I told my roommate, and he didn't believe me. And... Uh, <laughs> A couple of nights later, it happened to him too. I think sat on the edge of his bed. Believe me, after that, so that kind of piqued my interest. But then um, I didn't do anything about it for years and years. You know, I we got I got married, raised kids, and all that. And then when I got close to retiring, I saw this meetup group, Boston Paranormal. They've been running since uh, 2006, I believe, and I joined up with them. It's been a lot of fun since then. So in in about 06, did they show you the way? on how these things are done and kind of following up on these instincts you've had since you were a young person? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it was run by Tom Elliott at the time. He he, he um, ended up getting Parkinson's, but he was an experienced investigator. He'd been doing it about eight years when I met him. And they had a pretty large group, maybe 12, 15 people. He would allow anyone to join, anyone that had an interest in it, as long as you uh, joined in and, and uh, contributed to the group. But after a while, he got sicker and sicker. He needed help running the group. So I had a little more experience by then. I started taking it over. I ran it for about five or six years. So in 2006, you started and recently retired. So you almost have about 20 years under your belt. Not not in investigating. I actually started in 2017. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. so only about six years of it. Uh, I was going through your website and just briefly going through some of the sites you had up there, some of the sites you've been to that quote-unquote have activity going on. This yeah. one kind of hits home because he actually got married, Jack. Yeah, yeah, uh, at the Wayside Inn. No kidding, um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So we um, we <laughs> knew a, a little place. bit about, um, you know, some of the paranormal yeah, stuff. Yeah, so you heard the story about the ghost there? A little bit, yeah. yeah. But if you wanted to, you know, fill in uh, a little bit um, can you Can you elaborate on, on that? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Is it Jerusha Howe? Jerusha Howe, yeah. Well, it's well-known uh, ghost in our circles. The, um, it was she was the innkeeper's daughter in say 1840 I think I believe is when she was living there she lived in rooms nine and ten it was a much smaller building then it was always an inn almost from the beginning um, what happened the story as the story goes she was engaged to be married to some guy from England she met he sailed back home to take care of some business and he never returned and she pined away the rest of her life although she died fairly young I think she was only 44 when she died yeah. Um now, they've been renting those rooms out for a long time, 9 and 10, but uh, they have this custom there where people would leave notes and review the room, and then they'd put them up into the rafters for anyone that came after to read. 
And the innkeeper started noticing that people were mentioning that things were happening there. Uh, you know, my door was rattling. Someone touched my foot. Someone sat on the bed. I heard voices. I heard a woman crying. About 40% uh, of the notes had some kind of paranormal incident reported. So uh, <clears throat> all us uh, investigative groups got interested in it. You know, everyone that's been there has, has caught something, some kind of voice. We caught the sound of Jerusha crying. Uh, I mean, gasping, sobbing. Someone it sounds oh like someone's goodness. heartbroken. Oh, geez, weeping. Yeah. So, yeah. so did you spend a whole night there, a whole yeah, weekend? Yeah, I've been there three or four times. Yeah. Uh, the first time I stayed by myself, the rest of the group wanted to, had other things to do. Nothing happened. The second time was pretty active. It was about two years later. We had four of us in the room. At about 10.30 at night, um, we heard the door rattle. Uh, well, actually, what happened is we are sitting there talking. We are going to take a break. My friend Jeannie got up with a telephone to, to uh, make a phone call to her son. So she opened the door and she walked out into the hall. And we were sitting there talking. Then we heard the door rattle. So we thought Jeannie had locked herself out. So Bob gets up. He opens the door. And he sees her at the far end of the hall. She's nowhere near the door. Uh, and we asked when she came back in. She said, no, I was nowhere near the door. Um, and there was no one there. It was like 10 o'clock at night. The, the inn had settled down by then. So we know there was no one roaming around. She would have seen them anyways. Yeah. So yeah. we caught it on camera. Uh, the cameras, we usually have cameras looking at every corner of the room. And uh, the door latch actually turned right down. The door pushed in. And uh, so that was just interesting. But that wasn't the end of it. Late around 2 in the morning that night, I had gone home. I was tired. Uh, Bob was watching the front door because he noticed his. he has a static field meter. It started lighting up, which indicates static electricity. Mm. And uh, he's looking in that direction. All of a sudden, there's a sound on the other side of the room, and Kim gets up and she spots a silhouette on the door. And it was a very sharp image, she told me. Uh, you could see the detail in the hair, the nose. Um, it looked like a woman having a conversation like she was in an argument with somebody. So she yelled to Bob to turn around with his camera. He's looking at the other room, the other doorway because he's, he saw the light go off. By the time he turned around, it was gone. They never caught it on film. Interesting. But, but three of them saw it, so there was definitely a silhouette, a shadow figure, I guess yeah. you'd call that. Would you and say, it was uh, a woman. Uh, without equipment, do you have, uh, I don't want to say the knack, but just walking into a place, can you get a vibe right away without any of your equipment? Sometimes, yeah. Not too often, but there are, some people are much more sensitive than I am. Yeah. There's all levels, different levels of sensitivity. Like we have a couple of mediums, uh, they can sense uh, an entity as soon as they walk into the building. They can tell you about where they are, too. Oh, really? Usually, yeah. So they're yeah. big help. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll guide you. Like, you know, I you know. should check out the second floor. I think we experienced some of that stuff at, at the family farm that, that we had growing up. Uh, there was uh, um, some experiences that my, I know myself, my grandmother, uh, you know, we had. Uh, one of the things, uh, my my grandparents lost some kids there, um, and so one of the uh, their daughter. Well, my my grandmother would say that my uh, my aunt Mara would turn on one of the lights upstairs, um, and sure enough, I mean it was one thing that we used to that I used to experience with my grandmother. We would we would turn it off, and then we would leave. You know, I would go watch a movie or something, and then we would come back, and the light would be on. Yeah, um, and it was always something that. Uh, you know, we experienced um, there at the family farm. So it's something that uh, it's definitely something I know I've experienced. So that's why I'm interested. Yeah, how old is the building? It's very old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my grandmother used to see the original owner, um, uh, Thomas Tom Brown. Um, so uh, just out of the corner of our eye, she would see um, a man who 
didn't live in the house um sitting in a chair that wasn't in the house wow. either <laughs> um so yeah uh yeah it's the, pretty rare to see an apparition um would you say that there's correlation between uh entities in old buildings and let's say native americans in that regard meaning uh just generation on generation that were there before yeah well anytime you have that much time passing you're gonna have a lot more deaths the older the house the right. more chance and of i'm, I'm pretty sure the farm there. he was talking about it's in the town sterling mass i think those are old native american grounds yeah. if i'm not yeah. mistaken sure this whole area is uh, this yeah. is all their land uh yeah we get some interesting stories with native american spirits um uh, certainly a place like that, that, that that's old. I was up at um, North Weymouth, uh, a place called West Augusta, and I had never heard of it. This was one of the original colonies, um, only two years after um, Plymouth Colony was founded. And what happened there, they had an incident where they were trying to uh, establish a second colony, and they um, they started building a palisade. They started trading with the natives. It was the Massachusetts tribe. And when winter came, the stores got... Um, more and more difficult. They hadn't grown enough crops and everything, so they started stealing from the Indians. And uh, after a while, things got really bad. They thought there was, they were going to lead to warfare. They sent uh, Miles Standish up from Plymouth. Hmm. He was a military arm of the colonists. Uh, he just came in and just took over in a brutal fashion. He, he invited them into the, the palisade to have a conference with him. And instead of uh, talking to them, they brutally murdered the chief and his main man, Dude. cut off their heads, marched into the village, Brutal, killed five huh? more people, <laughs> yeah, decapitated them, and took the chief's head down to Plymouth and mounted it on a pike. <laughs> so none of this was reported. Well, it was reported at the time, but it was kind of like forgotten history. Then That later, place is haunted? <laughs> definitely haunted. <laughs> right. So you feel like uh, those kinds of things, they, they tend to leave themselves when something traumatic happens. Yeah, brutal incident like that, something violent. It's going to leave trauma. It's going to infuse yeah. the area with, with the trauma of the incident. So when they developed the area later on in the 1930s, they built a string of houses on, um, on the road behind the park. And people were saying, they're seeing spirits coming through the house. They look mm. like Native Americans. You know, and One of them, they said, was like seven feet tall. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> So they um, they excavated the park and they found the bodies without the heads. They found the heads later on in a different oh area. But that might explain, you know, uh, why the building is haunted. Uh, three or four of the buildings are haunted down there. Um, re regarding the, you work with several mediums? Well, our group, we had a lot of people come and grow through the years. As I said, we have a large group. And um, two or three mediums have come and gone. Right now, there's two in the group. Well, when you say the word entity, it doesn't always necessarily mean negative, right? Have you come across not at all? Of course, positive yeah. entities. Yeah, yeah. Go we think of ghosts like just, most of them are just deceased people. They're the same personnel as they were in life. Um, we don't know why they stick around. I think they all have different reasons. Some are confused. Some just don't want to move on, or someone maybe violently murdered or died unexpectedly. Yeah. I think they all have different reasons for sticking around. Gotcha. But most of them are not threatening. Most of them are harmless. A next one that's in the area, a place we grew up or grew up near, is the Colonial Inn in yep. Concord. I found really interesting. If you could elaborate on that. Yeah, we've been there a couple of times. Um, <laughs> room twenty-four, I guess, is the one that's haunted there. Oh, okay. Uh, but they've also heard things in the um, in the bar downstairs. Uh, part of the, which was a tavern. Um, I don't know what the spirit is there, but everyone in room 20, not everyone, but every now and then room 26 reports something happened. The doors open and close, footsteps and voices. Mm. Uh, nothing harmful. 
like you say, it's just someone passing through or sticking around. It's almost as if it's made them infamous. Places still open. It's yeah. kind of what they're known for, right? Yeah. And that was probably 1840. I think that was built, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful old building. Um, but yeah, definitely a spirit, or at least one spirit in there. Regarding some of the equipment you have, uh, do you mind telling me at least? Yeah, I brought, brought a few things to show you. Yeah, yeah what you brought with you today. All right. So um, we all use recorders. We go to a location, we put uh, recorders, we try to uh, triangulate them around the room. So these are bi-directional. And a lot of times you'll get voices that you, you didn't hear audibly. They get imprinted onto the digital file. Yeah. So you bring recorders everywhere we go. This is a millimeter. Um, just measures the strength of the electromagnetic field. It also has a temperature gauge on it. Uh, sometimes a spirit will enter a room, it'll use up energy while it's trying to manifest, and the temperature will drop five or six degrees. That's a sign spirit might be with you. A mm -hmm. uh, place like this, you're going to have everywhere there's some electromagnetic energy. This this is measuring 0 0.2 right now. It's probably because of the rotor. I was going to say, well, uh, is there anything in this room right now? Yeah. Or it's about average. <laughs> You'd have to get it around 3, 3, 3.5, something like that for it to be a spirit. Oh, and okay. It can be other things too. You have to be careful not to misread these. But yeah. but it's measuring electrical activity more than anything. But the first thing, the recorder you showed, uh, does that pick up audio that your typical device would not? Yeah. Yeah. Like whispers and stuff like that I've seen on your website. Yeah, uh, most of the stuff we've got is from digital recorders, and that's uh, hardly any of them were heard audibly at the time. Mm. It's usually caught later on when we're viewing uh, the files. We spend like hours and hours going through files. Yeah, and, you know, we'll be at a location maybe four hours, and I'll have like three or four cameras, so that's like twelve hours I have to review. I know. Same thing with the audio, so it takes a while to get through. And it, it all. sounds like it takes commitment too. I mean, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of nights you guys show up somewhere and don't get anything, right? Yeah, that's 80% of the time, nothing happens. Say 80? Yeah. So yeah. That, that is yeah. commitment. Yeah. yeah. Places like you mentioned that have a reputation of being right. haunted, you're gonna have much more success going to the Colonial Inn or the, or the Wayside, things like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're up around 60, 70 when you go to a place yeah. like that. Have you branched out like uh, outside of New England at all? Uh, no, not really, not too much, no. Um, I can't think of one uh, that's been outside of New England. But we'll go around the, the five states around the area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Co is it Coventry, Rhode Island? No. Coventry? I haven't it? heard of that one. You haven't? Coventry? Oh, Coventry. Coventry. Yes. Gotcha. I'm okay. sorry. Coventry. There was, okay. Let's see. I get the Several places now. there, right? There was a theater in Coventry, I believe. And there's a, uh, the Payne House Museum. I think the Payne House is in Coventry. The House of Payne? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same type of thing. It was a tavern in the 1860s. Um, it was also the place where the people brought the, the town doctor would treat people. They'd come from a hundred miles around. There's only one doctor around for. So it was an infirmary. So people died right then and yeah. there. Um, people died within their homes. They didn't go to hospitals back then. There weren't too many around, if any. And um, so there'd be a lot of death in that one building. But the spirit they see there is a little girl. And uh, Ken DeCoster is the one that's done a lot of research on it. He runs uh, Rise Up Paranormal. Um, He's got uh, a crew on there, and they've identified a, the whole family, uh, the mother and daughter and the father, are the three spirits that live there. The mother's name is Sarah, and the little girl's name is, I think, Carla, maybe? Oh, Cora, I'm not sure about that one. But they've got all kinds of EVPs, uh, the little girl's voice, the mother's voice. He's seen the little girl 
Oh, geez. Yeah. He was with a group one night. They had an um, investigation going on. And he was sitting down taking a break. And the little girl walked right through the room. She was glowing like white, pale, no color to her. And he, he got up and followed her to the next room. Gone. Nothing there. So they checked the camera feed uh, when the evening was over. The camera caught it, but it didn't record an image of, of a, uh, an apparition. All it saw was light travel across the room, like a vertical oh. shaft of light travel across the room, which is really interesting because it's got something to do with your human perception, being able to see the spirit where right, the yeah. camera couldn't. Yeah. So I thought that was fascinating that there's, um, there's a difference. And we have caught images on camera. I've caught a face at the Oliver House in Middleborough. And uh, I've seen lots of people have caught them on some of those TV shows. They have some pretty good clips of. Uh, would you say uh, any recollection or eyewitnesses of, let's say, a body or a face that you see? Is it typically in the same age group of when that person was deceased? Meaning, if it was a little girl that died in the house, are you seeing the image of a little girl? If so, yeah, um, that's hard to say, but I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Um, they kind of project the way they see themselves, and probably it's when they died is how they see themselves. Okay. Uh, it's like I say, it's pretty rare to see an apparition. We haven't seen too many full body apparitions. Some of the people in my group have seen them. I haven't myself. Have you ever had to leave a, a place because it was too much? No. Um, too negative? There's a couple where I felt like I should, but uh, never that bad, really. Um, Are you familiar with The Conjuring? Of those course. Movies? Yeah, yeah, of right. course. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Those things are greatly exaggerated. I'm sure they are. I mean, oh, yeah. I believe there are negative entities, um, but I think they're so rare. They're incredibly rare. And the things like, I love those movies, but. It's from, are they from, is it Connecticut? Yeah, I think yeah. it's uh, Har Harrisburg, Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Harrisville. Yeah. That's it, Harrisville, Connecticut. Yeah. There's a farmhouse. You can rent that out too now, I guess. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah, some investigators bought it out. They rented out uh, Harrisburg. Yeah. But. Those things, Hollywood just exaggerates. Yeah, right? yeah, Hollywood tries to, you know, Amityville, horror, all that yeah, kind of, you know, of our it's like they try, they try to get it going, yeah. you know, for entertainment. But um, but there's definitely something, you know, real, you know, that's... Uh, yeah, there is. A, I've work. seen him interview the guy that um, went through that, the father, and he said there was definitely a woman spirit, but she was nowhere near as hostile as they painted the, her. Right as there. the nun or Annabelle? Yeah, yeah right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen them all. <laughs> oh, you have? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are good. But yeah, what we do is nothing like that. Yeah. Although, uh, let me let me backtrack a little. We we put spirits into three categories. Intelligent spirits who will interact with you. They'll answer questions with the, mm -hmm. through the recorders. Yeah. Um, we have things like this. I didn't get through all the equipment yet. Huh. Um, these REM pods will uh, generate their own magnetic field. And uh, if a spirit breaks the field, it'll do nothing for the Muslim right. You have to get within a couple of uh, inches of it for it to go off. So we'll put some of these around the house upstairs, and if we hear it go off, we'll concentrate on that area. You know, mm. maybe something set it off. So that's probably you setting it off. Spirit is with us. Or it could be this. Um, yeah, the Holy Ghost is in the room right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. So I mean. if we get an intelligent spirit, we'll ask them, say, you know, are you here with us? Can you put your hand near that for yes? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's probably just calibrating. 
Or even the air movement could set it off too? Do you, does the it, air wouldn't, no. Sometimes no? this is loose, but. So it's typically body temperature or just yeah. energy? It, it'll calibrate, it'll settle down a bit. There's no ghosts here. <laughs> <laughs> so if we can get a conversation going, we can actually learn something about a spirit. They can tell me yes or no. Hmm. Once for yes and twice for no or nothing for no. You know, It's almost like Stranger Things. I don't know if you've seen that. but I have, yeah. <laughs> so most, uh, Winona Ryder's putting the, the Christmas lights on the wall and just yeah. saying light this up for yeah. this or that. Right, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's very helpful if they can work with you like that. What kind of questions would you ask if they are responding? Uh, what year were you born? Uh, do you know what year it is? How did you die? Oh, uh, geez. Are you alone? Um, do you have a message? Is there any way we can help you? You know, anything we can learn about their history. Do you think anybody on the other side is stuck in a sense? They can't I can't move say on? for sure, but I think so, yeah. Um, there's a lot of theories. One of mine is... People that are afraid to move on will stick around. Say they've done something bad, you know, and they're ashamed of it or they're afraid of Judgment Day. They're going to stick around because they don't want to uh, end up in hell. You know? <laughs> so there's a good reason not to move on. Uh, other people, they just love the house. They're really attached to it. Now, hmm. uh, we went up to the uh, the USS Salem in, in Quincy. And that thing is uh, all kinds of activity. Uh, they did a rescue uh, in the 1950s, uh, an earthquake in, in um, Greece. Mm. They brought aboard survivors that were badly wounded. A lot of them died in their infirmary. And they're still on the ship. They're kind of in limbo. They're in shock. They're not quite aware they're dead. Mm. But they're moving around, speaking names to people and calling out footsteps, everything. But um, Don DeCristofaro's the, the investigator that runs that, He's identified some of them as spirits of sailors who actually were on the ship that died somewhere else, came back to the ship because that's where they were comfortable. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, so I thought that was fascinating. So do you find it's with more with locations um, that these spirits want to stick around? So like houses, or do you feel maybe sometimes items? Um, I think you can, a spirit can be attached to an item. That's fairly rare, too, but I think that does happen. Okay, but but or it's like more locations, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's more locations, like something even a ship, to... like a ship or, you know, the house that you grew up in yeah. or something. Yeah, house because they're familiar, um, or maybe if something died there, yeah. that, that's a reason for someone to stick around. Yeah. Like I said, it could be any number of reasons. And we also, uh, I mentioned intelligent ghosts. There's also residual ghosts. And they are, that's the apparition that doesn't interact with you. You might see the same uh, figure go by at 9 o'clock every night or yeah. footsteps at 3 in the morning, but only 3 in the morning, never any other time. Mm. We call that res res residual. It's a, They're repeating the motion over and over for eternity. And we don't know if that's actually an entity or a consciousness or maybe just the energy of their life. Like an imprint. An imprint Something. into the building, yeah. Mm. Um, you have... Uh you or any of your people ever come across a place where there were good energies, good spirits, and also negative at the same time in the same place? Or does that typically not happen? Yeah, uh, typically doesn't. But no. yeah, I was in one where there was both. And there was the spirits that were kind of telling us to stay away from this other spirit. Don't don't try and uh, don't interact with them because mm. you're just asking for trouble, that kind of thing. Yeah, it does happen. Yeah, like like you were talking about the family you know a little earlier about um, you know like you know don't don't talk to dad you know right now is that is that, is that what you mean that well, they were pretty friendly oh. no um <laughs> this was a private case i was thinking of uh there was one spirit 
they kind of dominated the other spirits. It was two yeah. or three spirits coming through this building, and they all seemed to be afraid of this one spirit. And uh, if this spirit would show up, they would take off. All of a sudden, he'd be the only one there. Hmm. So, uh, and that every time that spirit came in, I get an awful feeling. That's what I was talking about before. I was very uncomfortable in that building. Yeah. So there are negative entities, and we call those. Um, they come under uh, elementals. So that would be uh, jinns, puckwedgies, demons. Uh, uh, every every culture has their own name for yep. them. You know, they're negative entities. Yeah. And we don't know really what they are, but I think most of them probably never walked on this earth. They're just something that were never human. Huh. Whereas the rest of them are just spirits of people that were once alive. But they do exist. You don't encounter them very often, but I think they're real. Do you think any of these uh, theories brush up against extraterrestrial? <laughs> well, uh, personally, no, but it's certainly a possibility. Uh, one of the theories we deal with is that it's not a spirit at all. It could be um, two universes crossing over, the multiverse okay. theory. And I think that's a pretty strong theory mm. because I believe that these universes do exist right alongside ours, maybe a different vibrational Parallel, level. Parallel, yeah. 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 And you might be, for one brief minute, maybe there's just the right conditions, yet they overlap and you're looking right through a window into their world. And someone's just living their life, walking by, and it looks like a ghost to you. A glitch in the matrix, right. if yeah. you will. Yeah. They're alive in their time and their place, but they're not even dead. And the reason I believe that is because you get so many reports of places that have not just a voice, but you hear a whole party, mm. uh, you hear a din, uh, a car driving by, you've heard trains going by. There's a place in Connecticut called, in Connecticut called Barahawk where you can hear a stagecoach go by. And, oh. and, and it comes pretty regularly. Yeah. And you can hear the wheels, the horses, uh, the reins, and it just... It moves on, and it goes on, and then that's it. Doesn't come hmm. back for another few weeks. I did a construction job uh, in a house in, I believe, Bellingham, Mass. This yeah. was probably seven, eight years ago. And me and the other guys we were working with, we were the only ones in the house. We swore we could hear, we could hear uh, somebody playing the piano in the house. Yeah, we get that a lot, actually, piano music. Really? Yeah. What do you think that uh, is for it to be that instrument? Uh, it's. I think it's probably infused in time, you know, stuck in the building. Or they're, they're playing it, <laughs> actually playing yeah. it somehow. And maybe there's a window in time, you know, not just another universe. Maybe it's time. Maybe you're looking back 200 years for a brief instant. Yeah. And that music comes through or that image comes through. Mm. I wonder if it's dimensional. You know, yeah, we don't know how many that something, there are. Uh, Yeah, like fourth, fifth dimension type. Right. Yeah, that's one of the theories, a different yeah. vibrational level. But yeah, they're all different things. Ghosts, spirits, demons, they're all different things. And you never know what you're going to encounter. Yeah. Uh, but I'd say the bulk of my people that were once alive and are harmless or yeah. confused. So this device right here can actually answer questions for you and really give it, you an idea of how to narrow down what exactly happened in the place you were in. Yeah, it's one of the ways we interact and, with them. Yeah, uh, Mediums and psychics are another way. They, they can actually hear the messages. Yeah. They can hear them talk to them, and they're real helpful. Yeah. So, uh, Are you still in contact with these mediums? I know oh, yeah, they're in the group. There's yeah. two of them right now. One of them's over in Israel, so he won't be back for a while. Yeah. And um, the other one's a woman. She's real strong. She, they're both strong. Actually. I'd love to sit down with, with both of you another time. And, sure, I'll uh, mention it to him. Yeah, I'll be glad to ask them. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, as a segue into this, uh, are you familiar with uh, the, <laughs> the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles? No, I haven't seen that one. Um, well, after reading up about it, I think it's been around. I think it's recently been shut down, but it kind of just turned into like a homeless drug place over oh, the yeah. years. It was just a rundown motel, but they had this incident. Like ten, are you familiar with this? Yeah, like, yeah. This like, is uh, the the girl. I forget what her name is, but yeah, she uh, was found in a water tank. Is that the one you? Yeah, they so they check the surveillance of the hotel, and she's like walking to uh, this girl by herself. She's walking to the elevator, and it looks like she's looking around the corner as if maybe she's being chased. But the rest of the footage of the hotel, nobody's chasing her. Nobody's on the floor or anything. And then she just kind of vanishes seems like a yeah it could be psychotic episode but at the same time they've wow. talked about yeah that but at the same time that it could be well where she was found paranormal she was found in the water tank on the top of the building oh man yeah well, that would see now that'd be a tragic death she did someone that probably doesn't know they're dead you know yeah they're shocked to drown something find themselves separated from life. i always found that interesting uh-huh. mm. i always found that crazy have you ever been around an entity that would make you physically ill? Not myself. Um, a couple of people in the group have felt it. Uh, one of the women reacts that way. She gets nauseous when there's some negative entity around. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll get um, like a stabbing headache, and I wonder if that's what's causing it when I'm in a location. Yeah. A sudden jolt of pain. Um, but that's it. I can feel vibrations sometimes. Yeah. But I'm not overly sensitive. Um, Some people are just born with it, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's yeah. certain different levels of sensitivity. A boarding house like that, the S.K. Pierce Mansion in Gardner, has a history like that. It was oh, was there a fire uh, there? Um, let's see. There was a fire. Someone burnt to death inside on the second floor. Pierce oh, okay. was a bigwig, right? Was he, a he was a furniture uh, manufacturer. Yeah. Mm. S.K. Pierce. In the 1800s, um, he died. I don't think he died in the building, but after he died, the property went into disrepair and it became a boarding house. And there was all kinds of crimes going on there. And there was prostitution and everything. So all kinds of bad vibes. Hmm. They think someone was murdered there. There's no real evidence, but they think someone was murdered there. And the man that burnt to death, he was an immigrant in Eno. Eno, I forget his last name, but... The rumor is he spontaneously combusted, but I think he just fell asleep smoking in bed. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> the first one sounds better. Right, yeah, yeah. but, hey, you know. Well, the fire department got there. The fire didn't spread to the room. Only the bed burned up. But yeah. they got there probably quick enough to, not to save him. But he's still in the house, I believe. And we got his voice um, on audio one night there. We asked, who is this? And we heard pretty clearly, Eno. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that was wild. Interesting. Yeah, and I think there's some negative entities in that place. It's kind of a scary place. Do you have any plans on going back to any of these yeah. places? Oh, yeah, we'd like to get back there soon. Yeah, Back to Gardner or back to several places? And Back to all of them, yeah. Gardner, we've been to Gardner once. Some of the people in the group have been a couple of times. Tom, when, when he was there years ago, he got a good picture, an image in the window, reflection in the window. Mm. Of an entity, you couldn't see it in the room, but you could see it in the reflection. When you make the decision to go back to one of these places, is it known that you're sleeping there and you're leaving? Like, how do you come to the consensus? All right, we're leaving. We usually stay overnight, yeah, uh, because that's when you, it's quiet. That's when you get most of the activity. Yeah, uh, but not always. We usually, sometimes we'll rent it for six hours, something like that, yeah. until one or two in the morning. And there's different rates; they charge you more for an overnight. So sometimes we can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Anthony was talking a little bit about like uh, construction and that that kind of stuff. Do you do you find that sometimes that is related to 
maybe an uptick, like somebody says, like, oh, you know, we had to have some work done or we put an addition on the house yes. or yeah, something Yeah, I get like that, that report once in a while. They don't like renovations. Yeah. yeah. Especially a spirit that's lived in that house for 40, 50 years. They don't like change. And that does stir them up sometimes when yeah. they start renovating your house. Or how about if they sell, if the if the owners at the time sell and the entities have to get used to a new couple coming in? Yeah, that's the kind of call we'll get now and then, yeah. um, a mm. new house. And they're just kind of, like you say, they're getting used to them. They're settling in. And sometimes uh, we're just able to make them feel a little better about it because people see these TV shows. Right. And they're looking for ratings, so they want to make everything look as dramatic as possible. As we say, most of those ghosts are harmless. They're just people that don't want to leave the house. So just us coming in and talking to them and telling them, you know, it's probably just someone that used to live here. It might even be a relative of yours who's checking in on you. Hmm. Uh, and they feel a lot better just by talking to us. Yeah, sometimes. a guardian, you know, right? Even if we don't get any evidence. Yeah. 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 I know when I was in college, like uh, the dorm that I stayed in junior year used to be part of um, the Beth Israel Hospital that oh, yeah. was next door. Hmm. Um, and so me and my roommate, um, did experience, um, I experienced the little girl next to my bed. Um, I, I didn't see her, but I, f I felt a hand on my shoulder. Really? Yeah. And I, I ended up waking up my roommate <laughs> and I was like, and it, and it only happened just that once. Um, but I looked into it and I, I did find out that the part, you know, where our dorm room was used to be part of the hospital. So it can happen anywhere. Like, boy, that must have been frightening. Yeah, yeah. It, it spooked me because it was, it was the middle of the night. You know, yeah. I was just kind of drifting off to sleep. And, uh, you know, it just, yeah, it just happened. And it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, I woke up my roommate and he was, <laughs> we slept with the lights on that night. I'll be, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, most people don't like interacting with girls. Keep in mind that he may have been intoxicated. <laughs> yeah, right, days. exactly. No, no, no. It, yep, was, yeah, right. it was it was a middle of the week, which doesn't, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you ever come across, uh, because like, like they show you in movies and stuff like that, uh, other languages? I don't want to say tongues, but that's like more exorcism. But like Latin? Not Latin, no. I think we got uh, Wampanoag language once. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the name down in uh, the Bridgewater Triangle. Uh, camp Titicut, I think it is. It's a boy, It was a Boy Scout mm. camp. But before that, uh, they did an excavation. They actually found a, a, Wampanoag, um, t a Wampanoag village was there for hundreds of years. Mm. And the Boy Scouts would report seeing spirits. Eventually, they closed that down. We went down there once. We didn't, we only got this one voice, but it sounded like a different language. I think it was a Wampanoag word. So, yeah, that does happen. So you find a lot of Native Americans. Is it more at, like, battle locations, or do you feel like it's more, you know? I, no, I think it's actually more places like that where they used to live, and they were happy there. Okay. They're comfortable there. They go back to where they were where they're familiar with. Mm -hmm. Um but certainly battles could cause it. Yeah, violent incident can certainly cause spirits. Like Gettysburg is, is really haunted, I guess. Yeah. People have seen all kinds of things there. Yeah, anytime there's a violent battle. Um, down in Concord there, that... Um, Colonial Inn? No, right near the Colonial Inn. I'm trying to think of the name of the... Um, uh, battle, uh, battle Road is haunted. They hear horses going by. Huh. Uh, they've seen soldiers, spirits. And that's right near Lexington Green. It's about a half mile from Lexington Green. Yeah, very historic, right? 
the whole town, yeah. the whole area. In fact, yeah, yeah they chased those uh, British soldiers down that road all the way back to, to Cambridge, yeah. to Boston. So there was death all along that road. Yeah. Would you ever take a, an outsider like Jack or I on uh, a, a <laughs> trip to one of these places with you? Yeah, sure. You're welcome to join us. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. yeah, we bring in Very guests cool. now and then. Uh, it's fun. People, Most people do it with us enjoy it. Right, because this show is on like Travel Channel or History Channel, Ghost Hunters and stuff like that. Do you know anybody who's involved with that? Like more of the high, the higher uh, uh, Jack production? Kenner, yeah. Uh, Jack Kenner was a friend of mine. He's done some of those shows. Um, yeah. Ellen McNeil's been on some of them. She she runs the Spirits of New England, I believe, out of Winthrop. Yeah. Um, all, all the people in those shows, they're, they're normal, dedicated investigators. And they're nice people and they want to help people. But I think what happens when they get a TV show, they get a lot of pressure from the from the producers. They got to keep the ratings right. up. And there's writers brought in the room sometimes. Yeah, no? so, so they start exaggerating, right. I think, or, or they they'll get EVP and they'll play it up louder than it was or enhance it. Mm. And maybe some of them maybe even add evidence. You know, it's hard to say which ones do it, but um, uh, it's all about ratings, and you can't blame them really because they got to have something happen. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I know some of those people. <laughs> Have you ever had an experience that stood out as, uh, I want to say, uh, funny? I suppose where oh, a couple, a couple of good. I don't want to yeah. say ball busting, but <laughs> yeah. where, you're in Massachusetts. Imagine your typical like, <laughs> yeah, right, like Boston guy who. <laughs> well, we had ghosts swear at us. Yeah, we've caught profanity and def definitely directed. I'm at fucking us. dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get the f out of here. Yeah, things like that. Um, Michelle once, where she was busting someone's chops, she was just making goofy jokes, and she's trying to talk to the spirit. She goes, "If you think Jack's being a jerk, can you make this beep twice?" Yeah, and right away, beep beep. It's yeah. hilarious. And then another time, um, I was in a private case. It was an older woman, and she had was hearing scratching sounds, and she thought doors opening. So I went into her cellar. Uh, I was checking out the whole house. I was alone in the cellar. And all of a sudden, I hear a voice right above my head say, hello, Barry. And I'm like, I look up, and it's a smoke detector. And yeah. It's a freaking battery on. It's not Barry. It said low battery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but my heart went like, right. that thing knows my name. <laughs> That's funny. So it shows yeah. what your mind can do, you know. Yeah. Or it shows you if you believe it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're in that mindset, yeah. Yeah, I could have sworn it said, hello, Barry. <laughs> Jeez, I just want to jump out of my shoe. Because what about the people who don't believe in ghosts? They sleep just fine in these places, right? Until until they don't, right? Right, yeah. Right, right. Until yeah, the the bed until you know gets sh you know you get shaken awake or something. Until yeah. the nun and Annabelle are lurking. Yeah, right <laughs> at the door. When's the I, last time you you've been to the wayside and you talking to Jack? Either of you? I it's been it's been a while. Lindy and I used to go there because I mean it, we did get married there, so I mean we had our reception. We didn't stay in any of the rooms yeah, or anything it's a like that, place, but we did. Really yeah, it is. Place. It's uh, they they do a nice dinner there. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, the meal's great. Yeah, um, yeah, we've been there about four times. We were there about six months ago. Yeah, and we'll go back probably uh, in the in the winter, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, some of these locations, you know, yeah, you get like a good meal out of it or, you know, yeah, sometimes they're at good, uh, mm -hmm. you know, hotels. Or <laughs> yeah, I know no, yeah. Uh, when we stayed up at the Mount Washington. Uh, oh, yeah, that's known in, to yeah. be haunted, yeah. yeah. There's an interesting story with that, too. Uh, Grant Wilson, I think mm. it's Ghost Hunters he did. Uh, he was, he caught a voice, a woman saying, asking him what he was doing in her closet. 
I'm like, what are you doing in my closet? He says, we're not in your closet. We're just standing in the middle of the room. And yeah. after a while, he figured out that she was living, or she thought it was 1850. Oh. And right. that might be an example where time is, there's a window into time. So maybe his voice really was coming into out of her closet in 1850. Yeah. Or, uh, what would that word be? Would, it be? would you call it vortex? Would you call it continuum? Would you call it wormhole? Yeah. Wormhole. Who knows? There's no real word for it. Right. Me. The yeah. idea of what reality actually is can yeah. be misinterpreted. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, we don't know enough about that, but I think these universes can cross over. And I think maybe who knows what time is like and who knows what time is like to a spirit. Uh, right. They might come in, appear every 700 years and might appear every 10 minutes. Who knows? Even the word time, like time is man-made, right? Yeah, it's meaningless to them. It's kind of made up if you think about it, the yeah. word time. Right, it's a construct that we come up with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How often are things moving in your world, like in places you go into? Do you hear more things or do you see things move more? We hear more things, but things do move now and then. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things uh, we get reported a lot when people call us in for a private case. Something's missing for a while. It gets returned later on, or I could have sworn I put it here. Now it's in the other room. Mm. Um, things like that. Uh, and a lot of times we come in and there's, we can't really explain it. We get a little evidence, maybe a voice, but you've already have a spirit. Maybe they're just confused. They're, maybe they're picking something up because they think it's theirs. Or oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah really. say, what are they trying to, I guess, accomplish? You know, are they trying to just kind of like mess with you, like you know, like move your stuff around, or are they trying to accomplish something? Like, oh, we're going to make this so aggravating that some they of, don't yeah. live here anymore. I think some of them are trying to get your attention. Yeah. Others have no idea you're even there. They're just living their life, or they yeah. think they're living their life, and they're just opening doors and walking through them and leaving the door open. <laughs> you know, right. to them, they're just living their their daily life. Right. So all different reasons, huh. as they say. So yeah. if the spirit's in the house, to the spirit, they could be living in a whole different realm of of their surrounding. Yeah. Meaning they're not really in your house to them. They could be living their life as they did. I know that sounds complicated. Um, Michelle grew up in a haunted house. She's one of the members of my group. It was a little girl that was shot by her older brother. Oh, he had uh, gone outside. They had an argument. He'd gone outside. He climbed up into a tree with a rifle. He wanted to scare her. He didn't mean to kill her, but he killed her. He oh. shot it, and he actually hit her. They moved into the house years later. They did not know that it happened. She started seeing a little girl, um, and she's friendly. She's not aggressive at all. Um, her mother saw it. She saw it. Uh, and it was as solid as can be one night. She, her sister mistook it for her. She said the, the little girl was sitting in her in Michelle's bedroom combing her hair in the mirror. Michelle's sister came in and started talking to her, thinking it was Michelle. And then she heard Michelle's voice behind her. And oh. she turned. The girl was gone. She started screaming. Well, you hear these stories. Um, I don't know if you want to call it reincarnation or whatever. But, for instance, there'll be like a six-year-old boy who keeps telling his parents, like, I this is how I died in a past life. They get fixated on having a past life. Yeah. And I, I forget where I was reading it, but the kid said I was hit with an axe or something by somebody and I know where my body is and took the police to the body. Have you heard any any instances like this? Oh, yeah. I've read a couple of books on reincarnation. What do you think? I, doubt, I, I believe in it. I do now. I didn't used to, but I do now. They've got real physical evidence. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that story is, is similar to another one. There was a, a soldier in World War II reincarnated as a little boy and he remembered 
all the details. I think it was one of those uh, in search of shows. Yeah. Uh, it was also in the book. Uh, he remembered the details of his squadron, the names of the squadron. He remembered the details of how he was killed, how his plane went down. He knew the type of plane. He could describe where the gas tank was on it. And his mother said he always had a fascination with planes. Like they would go into a store, he'd pick out a plane, he'd tell her what kind of plane it was. And then she'd look it up later on. He says, the kid's got it right. It's all accurate. Yeah. They brought him to um, the soldier's sister grew up and survived into her 90s. This was maybe 1970 this happened. They brought the little boy to see the, um, the man's sister. And he recognized her. He called her by her name, and it was the childhood name he used to call her when he was a kid. No kidding. This is the soldier's life, not his. Yeah. Do you think we've all lived past lives? I think it's a good possibility. Just yeah, maybe I we, we uh, don't know how to tap into that, or maybe we just simply don't remember, and some people do. I think you're probably not supposed to remember, but some people do. Yeah. yeah. And remember well, like that like yeah. that guy. Yeah, there's seven or eight cases like that where they have some real physical evidence. There's a lot of people doing studies of it. Or Stevenson, just he, Dr. Stevenson wrote some books on it. Or just even the term old soul, I think, plays into a part of that. Yeah, someone that's been reincarnated many times, I guess that would be an old soul. Yeah, yeah. yeah all this stuff is kind of interrelated, I guess. Yeah, so what's next on the agenda for you? Any... Uh, Specifics on where you'll be or what you're looking for, or uh, uh, we're going on a book seeing. right now. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's oh. uh, the manuscripts due November first. It's all the places we've explored. Oh okay. Uh, Fawn Hill Media is doing a series called Gothic Americana. Is it oh, going to wow. be streamed online or on their own platform? Or? No, it's a physical book. Oh, it's a oh, book. Yeah. Just a just a book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in um, twenty chapters of all the places we've done. It's called the Boston Paranormal Archives for the last six years. And it probably won't be released till about November or December, but at the earliest. But uh, so I'm excited about that. And um, as far as investigations, we're going to the Palace Theater just next week up in Manchester, New Hampshire. Have you been there before? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, well known to be haunted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the history? A uh, little girl. There's two different people seen. Mostly a girl in a white dress with a red belt or a sash. They've seen her a number of times. Uh, one of the, the music director there caught a picture of her down in the yeah. boiler room of all places. Um, and this is a girl that was um, in one of their um, theater groups. She passed away from leukemia, I believe. They dedicated a seat to her in the sixth row. It's got a little plaque with her name on it. Oh, okay. One day, one of them was taking a picture of the audience, and they, there's an image of a face sitting right in that seat, and it looks like a little girl. Oh, yeah, eerie. So, but they also see a full-grown woman standing on the stage. That's something that's always interested me too. Uh, after the fact, people will take uh, pictures and they won't realize till maybe years down the road that oh my god, there's an image in this picture that I wasn't expecting. Yep, like they pop up after the fact. Happens all the time. Yeah. What do you make of that? Uh, photography, who knows? Photography can see things that a human eye can't see sometimes. It's really bizarre. Yeah. Well, there's those orbs, you know, you take a picture and there's orbs. Is that something that you find is Orbs are real, real, but the ones you get in photographs, a lot of them are just dust. Okay. Um, we put on these infrared lights, you know. Because um, I've even seen on your website, I think you were in a yeah. cemetery in Nashua where things like that were popping up in, in yeah. photos. See, we'll flood a room with infrared light. This thing, you can put ultraviolet or infrared, and we'll put these all around. The cameras need additional lighting. 
but they're so powerful when it gets near the camera yeah. that a, an insect will light up like an orb and a piece of dust floating a couple of inches in front of it will look like it's six feet away. But it's uh, really just dust floating out of okay. focus. Yeah. But we've seen them with naked eye. We've seen orbs in all of our house. Uh, Michelle saw an orb float down the cellar stairway. Hmm. So they are real. I think they probably are spirits. Um, lots of people have seen them with their eyes, not with cameras. So, yeah. But when you see them in a the camera, they're usually just dust. Or just insects. Dust. Yeah. Some of them could be orbs, but yeah, most yeah. of them can be explained. Well, Barry, you seem to be a pioneer in this field. <laughs> Thanks. You seem to. <laughs> Uh, I'm certainly interested in following up with you, uh, whether it's through uh, your trip to Manchester or going back to Gardner. If you'll have us, perhaps, if Jack would be interested. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. I mean, I think we, it would be so much fun to be a part of something like yeah, that. Yeah, you'd get a good podcast out of it. Too. Definitely. Yeah, yeah sure. and maybe even sit down with the medium if we could, uh, I don't know, make something uh, interesting out of that. You think that'd be a possibility? Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah? Work it out. Very cool. All right, well, thanks for coming over. I yeah, thank it. you. My pleasure. It was fun. Thank yeah, you. thank you so much for being a part Anytime. of this. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs>